how are you? Where are you? You're not at my joint, I yeah. hope. I am. Uh, I am here, Toby. Uh, the phone reception's been perfect until five minutes ago when it just dropped out, <laughs> and then didn't want to uh, play the game. But uh, I'm here with you now, mate. Ah, very good. Now, uh, Mirakuru, update. I see he's at the trials, and he's uh, he's number one fan. Got to get there, Stewie Tanner. Yeah, Stewie Tanner made the flight all the way across from the other <laughs> side of the world just to watch him trial. He did pop out and had a photo with him, so he was wrapped. Uh, yeah, that was a nice little trial. First up from a spell, we weren't doing anything serious, so we just uh, sat back at the tail of the field and, and worked home with another horse while the uh, the good horse, Perfect Class, sort of went out and ran a flashing trial. They went 154 and 55, so we weren't getting involved in that. There is something that was in that trial that's racing at Tarang Saturday night. Uh, I can't remember who it was. Now, it might be Zach Phillips' new horse, was it? Uh, yeah, it could be. Um, I did see that name down there somewhere. I'm trying to think what Yeah, delightful major. Race eight, number yeah, race three. Eight. Yeah, trialed. Yeah. yeah, ran third, 13th of second, beaten 11 metres, 154, 9, 55-3, 27-9, a perfect class. So, yeah, it, it was a pretty strong trial, Steve. It certainly was. I just I sat on his back all the way and just pulled out, and we went sort of head-to-head down the straight. We didn't either of us drove our horses out. So this run will uh, give me a good key as to exactly where Mirakuru is at because um, yeah. Yeah, the, the trial was pretty hot. All righty. What have we got? Because looking through the fields, there'll be a few races here where there mightn't be many little black book runners. So I'm not sure where you'll kick off. It might be in the cup, does it? Or you got one in that first race? No, we start off on the first race. We've yeah. actually got races everywhere uh, this okay. weekend, so we'll rock through them. Race oh, one, dance away. we have Dance Away. First up in the little black book after a slashing run last week. I was really tempted to back this horse, but the short trip, bad barrier draw, and the stable mate who really likes to get out and run, <laughs> drawn barrier two, uh, when I say stable, mate, it's different stable, but same stable, uh, with Ura. Um, yeah, I just wasn't keen to get on from the bad draw. So Dantaway is going around from the little black book, but we won't be having a bet. Well, that's interesting because I'm tipping Dantaway on top. I'm, I've got Trot's Vision Saturday night, so you'll be able to tune in to Trot's Vision live and free all night at the trots.com.au. Uh, and, and I just think there's going to be a lot of speed off the front here. Oorah, a smile and a wink. It, smile and a wink's the last nine times it's won. It's led. Tallulah Bay's last four wins have been when it's led. Our Boston's last four wins have been when it's led. So I just wonder if there's going to be a bit of speed here. And I think Oorah will come back to him over the 1680. I've never said this before, but um, it's got good 1,200 metre form. I'm not sure it's going to step up to the 1680 metres. I've never said that in harness racing. And I just thought no, Dan- that- Dance Away lobs midfield and it's going to be a really good chance. Oh, it's going to be a massive chance, but I just didn't think we we're going to get the value that we needed to be backing it. So oh, yeah. that's the only reason why I steered away from it. If I was going, as you said, Trots Vision Saturday night, I probably would be tipping it on top. Um, yep. I certainly do like the horse, the way it's racing and everything else. But I just, if it was 2,200, I would have just had the whole 200 straight out on it. But uh, yeah, the yeah. barrier 10... Over the 1680, not sure exactly how it's going to map out. So uh, happy to just to watch this one. Well, if it's $5 or more, right, you'd be getting involved, certainly, wouldn't you? 
yeah, it's, yeah, absolutely. If you're going to get those odds, but look, this this horse could turn up at two dollars eighty, three dollars ten. You know, we're really not good enough value for me. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. unfortunately, we don't have the odds in front of us. But yeah, if you're getting five or six dollars, then certainly it'd be an each way better than not. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. There, Darren. Darren loves it when I say hundred percent. I say it a lot, apparently. So uh, oh. he says I say it hundred percent of the time, but I don't. Uh, Darren Carroll, that is. How are you, Darren? Uh, race five, is that your second one? Are you sure you haven't got one in race two, three, or four? No, I don't. Yeah. Race five, <laughs> the Bahrain Cup is our next one. And another cup put at race five. I do love this. Uh, 8.57 p.m. I think it's perfect timing to have the Pacing Cup on. I said that on Monday's show. And, uh, yep. yeah, hats off to the racing office for programming it again at that's that time. I just think that that's the right time to have our big race on. Now, we have a... We have a few runners in this one. We have Dillaby Willow, number three. Mm. Dillaby Jack Sparrow, number four. Fides, number six. District Attorney, number seven. And So What, number 11. So surely we can get the winner out of that, that bunch of horses, Toby. And uh, look, it was hard to go against Fides. He's, really? He's just got that explosive sprint at the finish. And I know how much this would mean to Matty Craven to try to win this. But I am going against him. And I'm backing Dillaby Willow. Her run last start was huge. I wouldn't be surprised if she finds the front. Um, I think Dillaby Jack Sparrow's got the pace to cross them all, but would be happy to hand up to Dillaby Willow over the 2680 metres. So I'm going to have a $25 win bet, $50 place bet. It's marked at $14 in the trots.com. If we get $14, I'll be loading up. So I don't know if you heard Tuesday's show, did you? No, I didn't, unfortunately. She opened $34, and I made a I made, out of my $100 spend, I had my $50 on the pacing cup on her, and Tim O'Connor did. And within about 60 seconds, she was in the $21, and she's now in $11. So the Tuesday show we're doing, where we open the prices, Tim and I analyze them, and then the punters yeah. are getting on board and following us in, which I think she's more about her right price of 11 and 290 but... Uh, Matty Craven also spoke to Fides coming off a bit of a, an injury scare where he had some swelling in one of his joints. So just consider him sort of half first up here, Fides. Yeah, and that's uh, that was one little question mark that I had over him. I heard Jody Quinlan talking about district attorney. Yeah. He gave me no confidence yeah, on that. Correct. I'll tell you what, if he's still eleven dollars. I know I've missed the the big price on it, but I'll still hang up and uh, go on back. I hadn't checked the odds at yep. all. But if eleven and two ninety. Uh, I'm happy to take any of that all day long. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm well. I'm sitting uh, pretty with a fictitious thirty-four dollars <laughs> because I don't bet. <laughs> you can lock the little black book bet in right now. Uh, Twenty-five dollars a win and fifty dollars a play. At those odds, I'll be happy. So, so Fides beat so what by about three meters in the Hamilton Cup. They had similar runs. He's had a little injury concern, and so what's had two really good runs since. Fides is two ninety. So what's eight dollars, and so what could be ahead of him this time? I, I just thought she might be a bit of value too. And believe it or not, I, I think the two mares have got great chances in the race. Yeah, I almost back so what as well. Um, yeah. The barrier draw doesn't really matter because of the way she can get home with that terrific sprint that she's got. I agree. I thought she should be a bit closer in the odds than what they are. Both both mares, I think we're getting value. But I've got a couple of bets later yep, on that. Yep. 
I wanted to take, so I couldn't back her. So I left her off and uh, and put the money into a couple of other races. But uh, I, I think we've got a massive chance of taking out the Terrain Cup with the Little Black Book. That that was just me um, getting a bit of extra information on so what to see what your thoughts were. So um, yeah, I the last mare to win it was Lagoon Lady for Karen Manning, and it just might be another mare winning the Terrain Cup on uh, Saturday night. Terrain Trotters Cup. Now I'm interested. Uh, well, I um, have no doubt you'll have some. You've got some black book runners here, and I'm interested to see how you play this. Yeah, I've got two little black book runners here. Number eight, King Ignite, and number ten, King Chucky. Now, King Chucky was absolutely brilliant throughout the Great Southern Star Series. King Ignite, unfortunately, galloped uh, when he was looking like running third. But I'm going with Keang Ignite here. Um, I just think he, he's just a star trotter, and the way he went at Ballarat just sticks in my mind. Mm. The, the ground he made up on them late was just unbelievable. The 2680, I think, just suits him down to the ground. And the Jason Lee factor, he stuck with Keang Ignite. That was enough to say definitely we're going to jump on him. So we're having a $50 win bet on Keang Ignite, race six, number eight. Uh, that was my bet on Tuesday's show as well. So, Steve, it's good news or bad. It's good news or bad news. We're in stark agreement. <laughs> uh, you did it with Ricardo Rebel last week, so I can't pick on you. So, yeah, I'm happy you're on board. Uh, <laughs> you're very Race seven, yeah, the Mount Nurit Freighters Pace. It's a beautiful little mountain, uh, Mount Nurit, and they've got a, a nice walking track up it. If you want to get to uh, Tarang nice and early in the afternoon, go for a walk up Mount Nurit. That's my tip. Uh, race seven, uh, I don't think you need to do a major amount of thinking on this race, do you, Steve? Uh, no, but we only have one horse in this, and it's not the not the thinker. It's operative line coming Ooh. from the second row. First up from a spell, but uh, we we're not having a bet in this race. But I will be Trial watching well. operative line very closely because uh, I always think it, it goes better after it's had a run, and I just want to see this one hitting the line strong. Yeah, trialed pretty well at Hamilton actually, Steve. So uh, ran some good times. Uh, I've got them here two one eight fifty seven seven twenty seven six would have been a nice little tune up. I think it sits three the fence. It probably runs third at best. And a little straight-out trifecta here. I'll be tipping tomorrow. Three, one, and eight. I just think this will become pegs-dominated. Cemetery Bay's got the speed to chase Major Thinker over a fast last half. An operative line can get through in a third spot. Yeah, I won't argue with that, Toby. I think that does mm. look how we will play out. And race, you've still got money here. So race eight, the APG pace. Yep, we've got two runners out of a small field of six here. Number five, Major Fire, and number six, Whiskey Cavalier. Major Fire has just been excellent. It's first two runs for the prep, and last start, it was massive. I'm loading up here. $75 the win. I'm not sure what odds we're getting. You can tell me, Toby. Uh, no, nah, they're, the they're not up the eight. Race eight's not up. Yeah, that'd be right. See, well, if we're figures, I'll be really happy. But, um, yeah, I think Major Fire will be winning this race. Possibly we'll be getting the Quinella, but uh, the way it went last start, if it does a repeat performance of that, uh, I think she'll be winning. So a big $75 the win, race eight, number five, major fire. So Alex Ashwood and uh, some of the owners of this horse I know pretty well. They might be lining up to um, pick me off here because I didn't have it in my top four last week and it won. But if last week was over 2180, she might have run last major fire. Oh, I don't know, mate. She she stuck to the line. I I know they were coming at her, but 
she was not stopping at all. I think she'll dig deep. Wow. Uh, do you, I don't know if she'll get to the top either. She might. I don't think she'll be running. I don't think she'll be running a sub twenty seven first quarter this week either. Yeah, true, true, very true. It's an interesting race, that race. It's it's a beautiful little six-horse field, if you ask me. I don't mind it one iota. I know it's a small field, but every horse in that race has got some sort of a chance, if you ask me, like Rosarito Miss, to ring specialist. Yeah, every horse could win this race. There's no ifs, buts, or maybe's about that. It, would you say Highway to Heaven's a young horse or an old horse? Highway to Heaven? It's yeah. been around a while, but I don't think it's that old. He's seven. Modern, that modern Bliss was a C5 when Highway to Heaven was born. <laughs> <laughs> Moses was only a lad, wasn't he? <laughs> That's a, like, they're the things I love finding. I just get intrigued by those. He was a C5, uh, which even the class system was different when modern back then. But, yeah, when Highway to Heaven was born, he was a C5 Modern Bliss and trained by Alison Elford. So... What a wonder he's been. Mate, uh, no doubt. You sure you don't have one in the last? No, no, no. That's all. So just the three bets at Terrain. We'll quickly recap them. So race five, number three, $25 a win, 50 to place. Race six, number eight, $50 to win. Race eight, number five, $75 to win. And for the followers of the Little Black Book, we also have Bendigo tonight, Repelling, Mm. who got up for us last week at $8. Mm. Race five, number three. The answer, who is flying, race six, number three. Perfidious Sue, another one absolutely flying, race eight, number three. So all the threes at Bendigo tonight. And Aubrey Saturday night, Better oh. Hope, race six, number 10. And Curly James going around in the cup, uh, race eight, number 10. So both horses at Aubrey have drawn 10. Three horses running at Bendigo have all drawn three. So maybe if you want a barrier draw, you need to be in the little black book. <laughs> yes, so... Uh, Aubrey's Friday night, I think, isn't it? Or oh, Friday night, it's is it? Fr- Sorry, that was my bad. Yeah, I've written that down wrong. Yeah, it's Friday night and $60,000 Aubrey Cup. Well done to HR New South Wales for that. And um, I said to me, great mate, Mark Watson, pity they weren't worth that when Brellos Pass was winning them. And he said, no, uh, he probably wouldn't have won them if they were worth that. So, yeah. <laughs> It's a fair call, too. Yeah. All right, Steve, I'll let you go, mate. Thank you so much for joining us. And, uh, well, we won't be together on Monday, so uh, enjoy Monday with Bronte. Yeah, certainly will. And then uh, we'll have to find out who's taking over Thursday for next week. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure on that one, but uh, I know you're doing Mondays and Fridays from now on with uh, Bronte on Mondays and Dan Malecki on Fridays. So we can confirm that and uh, look forward to it. Who's going to fill in this spot on a Thursday if you're doing Fridays? Uh, I'll just have to do that as well. I'll just I'll, I'll, I'll carry the load, Toby. It's okay. Okay, very good. All right, the Stephen Cleveland, thank you once again, mate, for everything we've done together over the time. We've plenty more going into the future, I've no doubt, either on Trot's Vision or I might be filling in for Bronte here and there on a Monday. 